Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. This is Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. You are tuning in to my radio show. Titled Empowerment for All. It's been a while, and I apologize, but I'm also grateful to all my faithful listeners who have continuously supported me, even in my time of absence, where I'm not absolutely dedicated and airing my shows consistently. I am still working out of town on the road, rigorous, extensive, long hours. 10 hours a day, six days a week. So once again, we give God the glory and praise. Tonight's show, something God put in my spirit. He said, do not delay, but go forth tonight, my daughter. The title of the show, The Glass You Stand Behind Will Never Shatter When Rocks Are Being Thrown at You. Now, I'm going to play my intro song, and we'll be back in a moment to move forward with the show. I said through my mistakes It's just a part of growing And never for a single moment Did I ever go without your love You made me feel wanted I want to tell you how important you are to me Love, 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 love. I do things, I do things, I wouldn't be here without the love of us and all. I, I, I 
Yes, yes, yes. Hello. Yes, yes, yes. I had to even let that melody come in again. The infamous, one of my favorite all-time seasoned artists, Janet Jackson, Unbreakable. Perfect songs to go with my show tonight. For those of you who are just tuning in, once again, this is Evangelist Yolanda McKeer, and you are tuning in to my show titled Empowerment for All. For those of you who want to know more about my show, be more entwined in tune with what's going on with my show, feel free. Follow me on Twitter at capital Y, capital M, lowercase c, capital T, I, E, R. Facebook, Evangelist Yolander McTeer. Also, recently, I just added from my personal page a new update for my radio show, Empowerment for All. So if you put me in, be sure to visit both pages. New updates for the radio show page will be coming soon. Book, Evangelist Y. McTeer. I don't do a lot of Instagram. Excuse me. Evangelist Y. McTeer was Instagram. I'm very, very low on Instagram. I don't take a lot of pictures. My focus is so much on God and doing what he's called me to do, being a pillar of light, depositing good into people, even just doing something simple, what he instructs me to do. Stop by, encourage someone, share a little bit about Jesus, give them a testimony of my own life, work, stay focused, trust him, walk in his presence accept the anointing he gave me from birth, and continue to lift up his glorious name. God, I thank you. Those of you who haven't yet, don't forget, buy and get your copy of my book titled The Tragic Times of a Woman, an autobiography written by me. It will take you through the times of my life, the roads, storms, ups, downs, whirlwinds, when I said yes to God, no more was I going to stand on the stages of a nightclub, but I was going to come to the pages of the Bible. It is available on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and many other outlets. Also, it's available on my website, www.ymcteer, empowerment, the number four, all.com. All my shows, if you have not heard them and want to hear them again, they're always available on my website as well. Shout praise, glory, and thanks to all those who have come and been a special part of this growing show, Empowerment for All, the guests that have made it the new level of what it is, the recognition now that I get. It's a beautiful thing, and I look forward to nothing but continual growth, and I won't make it a habit to be absent so long in the future. So many times we get busy, and we have to remember what God gave you, you must continue to pour into. A plant cannot grow without water. Once again, tonight, the title of my show, The Glass You Stand Behind Will Never Shatter When Rocks are being thrown at you. 
Understanding, believing, trusting, and knowing God. Difficult, yet committed life acceptance for many. Many times when God's anointed vessels deposit the word, goodness, and give the testimonies of how good God is, the enemy, his imps, and distractions from jealous, envious, confused, bitter, and just non-believers come to disrupt, disconnect, and take the believers away from God. Now the enemy begins to use these people to throw stones at the glass that you stand behind, which is believing in your father who sits above us all, the dominion, the ruler of this earth, God. They throw stones at that glass so it will shatter, break into pieces, and even cut the people so they can see blood. This will cause them to walk away from God. This includes the newly converted, progressing to stay a believer, or even the seasoned believer. In return, what God does is saturate the atmosphere with his presence because his grace is sufficient. And not even a tiny piece of glass that has been shattered will touch the believer. But, oh, God, we know without a shadow of a doubt, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter how it's going to end. What matters is that you stand for God in the midst of everything as you're being attacked as you're being low-rated, as you're being ostracized, as you're being criticized, as you're being alienated, as you're being just plain right mistreated. God said it doesn't matter what's going on in front of you. What matters is what I'm bringing you out in front of them to let them know. As long as you stand for me, you're in the midst of the fire, just like Meshach, Eshach, and Abednego, you shall come out unsinned. You shall come out untouched. So continue, my sons and daughters, to let them throw the rocks at the glass I've protected you around, the shatterproof glass that will never break. And that's my spirit that lives in you. It will never, ever shatter. It can't be touched because the anointing destroys the rock as soon as it hits. But the anointing that I will give you, which only comes from God, an anointing is not duplicated, it's not replicated, it's not bought, it's not sold, and it's not something that you can go home and practice. It is something that comes directly as a deposit from the spirit of heaven from God into you. And once you receive God, then you will understand that many are called and only a few have been shown. Hallelujah. Thank you, somebody that will hear this. If not even tonight, you will hear it. And you will understand that what God has given me this message, it is not about being cute. It's not about being pretty. It's about doing what God has called me to do. So many say, oh, my goodness, who is she? Where did she come from? I don't know her. I don't haven't heard of her. I haven't seen her on TV. I don't even know. Who does she think she is? Well, let me tell you a little bit about who I am, Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. I am that one who God left in the backfield, who God said, you know what? Nobody will see you until I have processed you, I have stripped you, I have molded you, and now I'm going to bring you to the front. 
So when I bring you to the front, then people will understand. It wasn't your plan, but it was my hand that was on your life that has made a difference. And every time that you step into the room, you do not have to open your mouth because the glow of my spirit is all over you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to go into a little synopsis so you can better understand the title of my show. The glass you stand behind will never shatter when rocks are being thrown at you. As a young woman, even a young child growing into womanhood. My father was a very, very peculiar, curious, interesting man, also very evil, very mean, very stern, very cold, not loving, not receptive, but yet hardworking man. And I used to say to myself as a young girl, because he always strived on education, daddy's thing was education, education, education. You don't get an education, you don't go anywhere in this world. I am not busting my behind out here working to come home and you're not getting an education. So what that meant when my father said that to me was this. When it was report card time, when he opened it up, many of you can remember report cards used to be almost folded like a book. You would open it up, and the teachers would have every class and category and the grade that you got in that class. So my daddy would sit down. He was a truck driver, long-distance truck driver, 18-wheeler. So his time at home was very limited because we lived up north, being born and raised in Akron, Ohio, and the roads were also a lot of also a lot of time, very icy, very slick, and very dangerous. So Daddy's trips a lot of times would be very stressful, strenuous, and just downright tiresome. So when he come home, he didn't want to be bothered with no mess. And oh boy, you bet not let him come home. And it was report card time, and you had anything on that report card that didn't see an A or B. Daddy didn't understand C. He didn't even look at D's. And an F, you better go and sit down because discipline is about to come to you in a way you don't like. So moving forward, my father used to always say when he looked at my report card. I was an out-of-road student because I, I loved my daddy, even though he didn't know uh, and I found this out later on in life. He really didn't know how to express love. Father never expressed it to him. And this is why it is so important in this day and time. Not only father figures, but mother figures. We must bestow love to our children. Because what happens is you actually will scar that child as they grow into adulthood. And they begin to interact in their personal relationships. Because what happens is this. When they begin to interact in their personal relationships with their better half, another term, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, it becomes an issue, and they shut down. And they don't really realize it because they're so busy saying, oh, I'm not going to do what my father did. I'm not my mother. I'm not going to act like that. But in return, we are doing exactly what they did. And the reason why we're doing exactly what they did and what they showed us is because we never allowed ourselves to release the hurt that they gave us by not loving us. Come on, somebody. 
and moving forward. So when daddy would say, very good, daughter, very good. That's what I spend my money for. I spend my money to send you to Catholic school so daddy can come home and see these A's and B's. And sometimes, depends upon the mood that he was in, he would say, next report card, let's take it up a notch. I don't even want to see B's. I want to see A's. I think the sport that you play in might be taking away too much time. I was very athletic. I loved sports, basketball, volleyball, uh, running track. I just loved to stay sport-oriented. Boys really didn't hype me until I got into well into my high school years because I knew literally my father was so strict that if I even thought about dating a boy or becoming pregnant at a young age, he would literally probably kill me. So my mindset and my thought process was strictly on education, playing sports, proving to daddy I could be this great woman he wants me to be. Well, what I didn't know was I spent my whole life from grade school to high school to college well into my 20s and 30s. And it wasn't until my early 40s that I was able to understand that I was still harvesting what my father had placed in me. Strictness, obedience, discipline, do nothing but excel for the best. But in the meantime, everything else in my life suffered. My relationships suffered. My healing suffered. My mindset suffered. My trust issues suffered. My way I viewed people suffered. And this became a serious problem. So it wasn't until I decided to say, you know what, the hurt that I'm feeling, I'm going to have to let it go. So I began to dig deeper into who my daddy really was. And this, this, this is what I found out in my early 20s, having left home at uh, 17, going on 18 years old, and I began to converse with family members. Daddy's from a large family. I believe it's seven, if not eight, children. So conversing with my uncle, particularly one that I love so much, who was always more open than the other siblings, to tell me about my daddy. So when he told me about my daddy, I said, wow, now it makes sense. Because in the beginning, I said, I had the meanest father in the world. I know God doesn't love me. How could he give me this monster to raise me? Because all he does is just give strict discipline. He's physically abusive to my mother. He's verbally abusive to me. What kind of monster is this? So after I learned everything, how my grandfather was a replica of my daddy, then I understood, like father, like son. But a lot of times, until I got into my 30s, I didn't realize that God had spoke to me and said, I didn't place everyone in your life to continue with you for where I am taking you. Come on, somebody. I'm going to repeat that. I didn't place everybody in your life, even your father, to continue for where I am taking you. If I had wanted him to be involved in your life, I would have allowed it. But I disconnected it for a reason. Because my daughter, I had to get you alone to process you for where I am taking you. And I knew the stumbles, the hurt, 
the hurt, the obstacles, the bad relationships, you so many times trying to figure out, am I doing the right thing? And I don't know the attacks that I have sustained when many have continuously for no reason come after me at me, dogged me, lied on me, chastised me, and tried to figure me out. But as you can see, confirming back to my message tonight, as many times that they continue to try to throw the rocks at me, the glass that God has in front of me is shatterproof. It has not broken It has not broken at any given time. I'm still here. I'm going to continue to be here, and I'm going to move forward. So having shared that with you, what I'm saying to you is this. Many of you will tune in and listen to this show and say, wow, her daddy was like that? Oh, I'm glad. No, my daddy didn't do that. I had a loving and supportive daddy. whoop de do happy for you. But guess what? God didn't give us all the same type of parents. God didn't give us all the same type of life. God didn't give us all the same type of setting. And the reason why God didn't give us all the same type is because God said I have to separate those who I've called. I've got to separate those who I've chosen. I've got to separate those who will come to me at a later time. It's all in categories. So when you are called by God, you can run from the calling your whole life. Meaning you can run from your teens to your young adulthood until your latter years. But there will come a season in your life that God will say, you know what? I'm taking the back of your shirt and I'm snatching you because I've called you to do what I've called you to do in my kingdom. Now, when God has chosen you, there's nothing that you can do throughout your whole life. Because from the time your mother birthed you out her womb, he had chosen you when he implanted the egg in her that formed you. And in the midst of you being formed in your mother's womb, he had chose you. That's why from all the years that you can recall as far back that you can go to infant, to being an infant, you caught hell. Because the enemy didn't want you to go into your chosenness of God's standing soldier that he's called you to be. So the enemy started at a young age to attack and literally kill you. And if he could upset your mind, get your process off of what God told you to do, bust up your relationships, tear up your body, mess up your heart, and disconnect you from people, then he thought he could get you off track with God. But the reason why God chose you was because he knew in the midst of all of that, you still were going to stand and trust God. Hallelujah. And I will share this with you, and you will understand maybe tonight, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. If you keep taking the same thing over and over and over again, and you keep getting the same negative, infectious results, over and over and over again, guess what? It's not meant to be. It's not for you. Whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in an association, whether it's in a job. We have got to come.
come to recognition as a people to understand. Life is based on traveling. Life is based on journeys. Life is based on roads. Life is based on God's destined pre-planned assignment just for you. And so many times, many of us, we missed blessings from God that are already stored up in heaven on Come Get Me Street where we go down here to backside on the negative side way, road. We go down Pain, Hurt, Doubt Avenue. We forget that God says, guess what? Come over here to Happiness Boulevard. I've got everything you need right here. The minute we go through something, we say, oh, no, uh-uh, I ain't going through that. Mm-mm, no, that's too much. Well, guess what? You must go through to get to. You must be saturated in the midst of your mess before you get blessed. Let me repeat that. There's going to come many times in your life that you're going to have to be saturated in your mess before you can get blessed. And the reason why God does that is this. God has to know he can trust you before he can bless you. God has to know that you are going to stack your helmet on, your breastplate of righteousness, your feet planted, and your sword drawn to knock the enemy out before he will say, Happiness Avenue, Goodwill Boulevard, Presence everywhere for you, harvest everywhere for you, continual prosperity everywhere for you, the car you desire to drive, here's the keys for you, the home that you want to bag out of the driveway in in the morning, here's the document, sign the deed, you can afford the mortgage because I've blessed you. That's when you get those things from God. Men and women, that's when you get that spouse from God. That's when you get that one that's connected, that God has connected you to. And let me kind of shift the atmosphere a little bit, and I want to go in on relationships because God has really been dealing with me about uh, people throwing rocks, trying to shatter glass in front of people and letting the glass cut people so they will bleed and walk away from relationships. I used to harvest in so much and say, God, why not me? I see so many people, love, happiness, contentment, children, blossoming, connections, eating together, shopping together, loving each other. God, did you forget about me? God, did I really do something that offended you? Please, Lord, help me, Father. Please help me. God said, stop it. It's not about you. It's about me. All those past associations that you were connected to, my daughter, I had to connect you to those men because for where I'm taking you, you will understand that who I connect you to will be for you. And I said, Lord, what do you say? Huh? What? I don't get it. God said, let me break it down to blatant terms. I had to take you through the knuckleheads. I had to take you through the frogs. I had to do the lizards. I had to take you through the alligators. I had to take you through the sharks. I had to take you through the whales. I had to take you through the squirrels before I gave you your king. And the reason being is if I hadn't taken you through with them, then you wouldn't be ready for your king. 
Not many of you are saying king. What's she talking about? Ain't nobody marrying no king. You know, hey, Princess Diana and the king, they all married. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, he's going to be my king. So the king that God has for me will be my king. And by far, God's already spoken to me. He's not going to be perfect, my daughter. And the reason why? Because you're not perfect. Your mess, my daughter, became your message. So now you're going to have to interact with your king to go ahead and set the throne for him and help him to carry and continue to walk in the reverence of the king that he's been called to be. He may not even be in the knowledge and wisdom where you are, but he will understand your walk and your process and your testimony and begin to say, what awe of woman is this? What awe of woman is this? Who is she? Where did she come from? How can it be that in this day and time when every woman is butt booty naked, yes, I did say it, butt booty naked, because that's everything that we see now because the enemy has tricked you that every time that you dress up, that you don't dress up, you're butt naked. The enemy has tricked you and said that's how you get your king. The devil is a lie. You can be sexy, you can be appealing, you can be hot, you can be beautiful, but you can accent yourself in clothing that accents you, that don't take away from you. Because at the end of the day, when you stop being appealing, you stop being sexy, because you're not going to wake up every day with no makeup on, you're not going to wake up every day, hair fierce, flawless, you know, eyelashes intact. Uh, toenails done, nails done. You know why? Because those are maintenance things. They have to be taken care of. And if you are in the midst of a relationship and you're connected to your king and your appointment is not set until Friday and you looking, you know, like you need a little touch up on those things Monday, what you going to do? You're going to run and hide up under the bed and not to have dinner and talk to him? No. You're going to stand there, and you're going to interact with him, and you're going to be you. Because that's what it takes. It takes the natural, it takes the enhanced, it takes the process, and it takes God. And I put God at the end, but you better put God in the front. Because if you don't put God in the front of trust to know that God has connected you to your king, then guess what? Your kingdom will fall apart. Yes, I said it. If you don't connect and make God the first in your relationship, your king, women, that he gives you, your kingdom with your king will fall apart. You've got to stay even when he's not because a woman is virtuous and she's destined to be an overseer and a protector of her siblings, of her children, of her husband. This is what women do. So don't be upset because a man is a man, just like David was in the Bible. God said he's a man after my own heart, but David, no, he had to have his women in his good time. So don't place your mindset in a man's frame. Place your mindset in a virtuous woman's camp. Receive your king when he comes. Accept him for who he is. He's not going to be perfect. Accept the flaws, accept the ups, accept the downs. 
except the things that you don't even understand. Because what you're going to do is you're going to stay prayerful and stay before God, and God's going to begin to deal with that situation. And when God deals with the situation, I got news for you. It's not going to turn around in a day. It's not going to turn around in 10 days. It might not turn around into 10 years. But one thing about it is God is in the midst of it, and he said a day to him is a 1,000 years. But in the midst of him turning it around and connecting you to your king, you've got to keep doing what you need to do. That is stay prayerful, stay mindful, stay alert, and stay keen on the devil. Because the devil will come and dress up a king just like you think you want it to be. And what will happen is, because it's an imp dressed up by the devil, it will deceive you. It will destroy you, and it will take your life. Because one thing about the devil, when you've been called or chosen by God, he don't like you. Oh, no, you do not play with a python. And that's what the devil is. He's a python. He comes to sit just and look at you, wait for you until he can attack you. And when he attacks you, you're not getting away. Unless you are encamped behind the glass that God has you covered behind where he cannot hurt you. A python can leap at a glass at you, but if that glass never shatters, it can't touch you. And that's what God will do. God will keep you covered that no matter how many times you stand behind that glass, how many rocks are thrown at you, how many pythons come at you, it will never shatter and touch you. Glory to God. Glory to God. I don't know who this message is for. It may reach one, it may reach ten, it may reach a thousand, it may even reach ten thousand. But I just know one thing for certain and two things for sure. I am so elated and overjoyed to be at this segment of time in my life that God has said, no longer will you sit here with what I've given you. You will preach it. You will teach it. Even if none listen, because there will come a time when those who need to listen will hear what I've given you, my daughter. And that is my spirit. Now, many say, oh, well, you know, uh-uh, no, mm-mm. You know, I'm trying to be Juanita Miners. I'm trying to be T.D. Jakes. No. Everybody has a different mission and different purpose. If you just do what God told you to do, your success and blessings and overflow will always come to you. It doesn't matter if you're not standing on the platform speaking to millions. What matters is you've been obedient to your father. And when you are obedient to your father, things will flow like never before. He will give you what he's called you to do. He will give you what he wants you to speak to the people. I give honor and glory and praise for God tonight, Wednesday, April 20th, 2016, 11.17 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm not done, but I just want to slow it down a bit. I'm going to take you to a break, and I'll be back in a moment.
your boy with anything But I'm strong I'm still missing pieces after everything But I'm strong Can't believe it cause she said she never leaves But I'm strong But if she never left I would have never seen That I'm strong tuning in, you are listening to Evangelist Yolanda McTeer's radio show titled Powerment for All. Tonight, my show titled The Glass You Stand Behind Will Never Shatter When Rocks Are Being Thrown at You. That song right there by Tank takes me to another level in my spirit. Now, many of you say, oh, my goodness, she's an evangelist. What is she doing listening to this type of music? Hold up. The platform God has given me, the people that God has allowed me to reach, those that I make a difference, those where my light shines, those who want to know more of God after they get to know me or talk with me, is the secular world. So you don't have a place, a department, or a box to put me in. That song is by R&B artist Tank, titled Stronger. At the start of my show tonight, I played Janet Jackson, Unbreakable, which goes hand in hand with the title of my show. So for those of you who are wanting more and wanting to get to know more about me and hear new things coming up and empowerment for all, visit my website, www.ymcteerempowermentthenumber4all.com. Follow me on Twitter at capital Y, capital M. Lowercase C, capital T is in Tom, I-E-R. I'm not going to detour from the message, but I'm going to go back in and I'm going to wind it down. For those of you who didn't hear, you will hear when you re-air my show. They're always available even after I air. Don't be discouraged. Stay encouraged. But I want to chime back in on the synopsis that I gave you about my father going into ending the show tonight. So, so many times in life, it's hard to understand why God allows us to even have to interact with certain type of people. Now, my father, as I shared with you all, was a very mean, very evil, very stern, but yet hardworking, dedicated, who strived on education and do something with your life type of individual. 
He bestowed that in me so much that even when I got out on my own, because I was so determined to leave his home and not have to be bound by his rules, that I kept that embedded in my spirit. So what it did was it kept me mindful, it kept me strong, when I didn't even know the roads God was going to take me on were going to be into the enemy's camp. God led me into the nightclubs of being the exotic dancer. That is the enemy's feeding ground. That is the enemy's hosting ground. But never in a moment or a blink of an eye, as I stood in those clubs, the glass God had in front of me was always shatterproof because no matter how many times the enemy tried to throw rocks at me, the glass never would break. So I share this with you to let you know. It doesn't matter. Newly believers, seasoned believers, wanting to be processed into believing God, that when you accept him and you know him and you trust him, it doesn't matter where you are and what you're doing in your life because any time the enemy will come to destroy you and throw rocks at that glass so it will shatter, it will never break. So going forward in your life, understand this. Stand, stand, trust, and keep pressing. Because I can guarantee you, it may not look like it on Monday, but baby, Sunday, all the roses are going to bloom in your house. All the roses are going to blossom into full effect if you trust and stay with God. Now, many people will say, well, what caliber of a person is this? Aren't they strange? Aren't they weird? Especially secular people because they don't understand. But when you can say secular people, when you've been one of those secular individuals, when all you did, such as myself, is party, toast it up, throw it up. And if I connected with a dude, it was like, I ain't say man, I said dude, because that's a secular life. I'd be like, baby, you trying to ice me up, whip me up, or help me stack these chips up. That is the life that you have to go through many a times before God can take you to show you what he has for you. Now, it doesn't even enthuse me to even want to go out. When I was a woman who you couldn't even tell me not to go out because I was out before you even told me the party was started. I already had my dress laid out. I had my shoes, you know, partied out. I was trying to figure out, okay, I got to go get this new whip and show everybody I'm rolling good, looking good, riding good, smelling good, feeling good. But God said at the whole time I didn't know God was setting a platform so I could reach the secular world to know that that life is temporary. Now that I'm on the other side in God's kingdom and standing as a soldier for him and being a positive influence and depositing his word into people, I do all those things. But I do them at a moderation and a relaxation and, a, and at peace. I still ride good, live good, shop, do all the things I want to do. But I never, ever have to come home and say, wow, what will happen tomorrow? I come home and say, Lord, thank you. Because I know everything that you've given me, it comes from you. I'm not stressed about it. I'm not looking over my shoulder wondering, this man that gave it to me is a gift. Will he want it back? Will he try and fight me? 
Could I possibly die while I'm in the bed having sex with him because he may try and kill me because he might feel like I disrespected him by taking a gift and getting with another man? All that kind of stuff, people, is what goes on in the secular world when you're living ungodly. And don't get me wrong. It is a process. When you come over and say you accept God, many things that are still embedded in you are still there. You're going to do. Let me be clear. I'm not 100% by far. There's some things I still do that I say, Lord, what am I doing? He said, I'm still processing you. Because once again, my daughter, a day is a thousand years to me. But God knows my heart. He knows that I am going to press and continue to be better and not bitter. So don't be discouraged. It's not going to turn off like you turn off the hot water faucet, things that you've done in your past, ways that you had, people that you entertained. But you will begin to grow, and that's what growth is. And growth comes in different spurts for everybody. In many different areas, you will grow faster. For those areas that you suffered more, you will grow slowly. And the reason why you have to grow slowly in those areas that you suffered more at is because there's so much buildup there. God can't slay away the buildup in just quickness. He's got to slay it away piece by piece. That's why even relationships with men, God had to slay away that hurt that my father bestowed in me. God had to slay away the hurt that my father embedded in my spirit, that every man would mistreat me. And the minute a man would walk away from me, he would never come back to me. That's a process. But I thank God at 46, that process is almost completely clean. For many years, I didn't even speak to my father. I was so hurt. I was, I was just devastated because I'd never forget sitting at the kitchen table, and all I wanted was my daddy's approval. He said to me at 17, my job is done with you. You're on your own. I was crushed. I had felt like someone took the breath out of my body. How could my own father say this to me when all I wanted to do was please him? I've studied. I've worked my butt off uh, being an A student, taking the B's off the report card, playing sports, being good. And he told me this. Well, he never in my young childhood to my year of being 17 really showed me love really took time. I didn't have events with my father. I didn't have Father's Day with my father. I didn't have dinners with my father. I didn't even have talks with my father. Only thing he ever talked to me about when it came to men was he says, please don't let a man use you. You're too beautiful. Wow. I had no idea that when I entered into the real world on my own, by myself, that's not enough to build a relationship. It's not based on monetary value, but I carried that into all of my relationships. What could you do for me? If you could do nothing for me, how can you help me? And I didn't know that that scar had never healed inside of me. But glory to God, as I sit here today airing my show, I'm healed from that scar. I no longer look at a man for the monetary things. I look at the man for who he is, the king that he is. So I will know without a shadow of a doubt 
that when God connects me to my king, all is well. I am elated for the future. I'm not upset at the past. It's a beautiful thing. And I'm on God's timing. I'm not on my timing. So I know all things come good, in abundance, steadily, and without pressure when they come from God. So I say this to you, for those of you who may not understand why, 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 whatever it is, not loving parents, not being wealthy, not being able to be married, not being able to communicate, not being able to do certain things. Stop asking why. Sit down. Begin to pray. And let God chisel away all that buildup, all that glump. So you can begin to walk into the brightness on Happiness Way, Deliverance Boulevard, Prosperity Avenue that he has for you. And as you begin to walk on those streets, boulevards, and avenues, smile. Because no matter how many times the enemy comes to throw you off your course, throw those rocks at that glass that God has you protected behind, remember this. It will never shatter, never shatter, because God's word is void, and every man is a liar, because God's word is the only word that will never come back to you void. If God said it, he will do it. Remember, connect yourself to positive people. Let God chisel away all the negative people, and be mindful, watchful, and keen into people who pretend to be your friend. And the reason why I say that, and God has me going there, because many times people will portray that they're your friend. They're helping you. They're bettering you. But the information and advice they're giving you is destroying you. And the reason why they're doing that is because they're jealous of you. They don't want you, women, to connect to your king. Men, that so-called friend, don't want you to connect with your queen. So, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say to me, this is clear as day, a few days ago. There was a scenario, and he didn't give me who. There was a scenario with, with a couple. The couple was doing good. Everything was blossoming. Everything took off like Delta on the runway. They were headed to Turks and Caicos in their relationship. But the enemy came in and struck the plane and took the plane down. The plane crashed. It never made it to Turks and Caicos. And the reason why the plane crashed and never made it to Turk and Caicos is because the man, not the woman, the man's so-called friend, and this man had known this friend for many, many years, thought this friend was a friend, but the friend was a faux enemy, faux the enemy's camp. That's what the friend was. 
the friend would tell the man, oh, no, 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 uh-uh, no, something wrong with her, no, what, you know, I know it's all good, but you need to watch her, something wrong with her, Mm-mm. who is she, where she come from, now, some in the milk ain't clean, because, you know, ain't no woman, you know, ain't no woman doing it like that, ain't no woman got it like that, oh, no, she probably married, she on her husband, going through a divorce, she just don't use you, go back to her husband, oh, no, better yet, hold up, wait a minute, she might be the police. Because, you know, she, you know, but women don't ride like that. They don't look like that. I'm talking about just dogging the woman out, just throwing up under the bus, don't know nothing about her, don't know half of her story, don't know nothing about her glory, but steady dogging the woman out to the man. So what happens is this. That scenario of a faux enemy destroyed what God had connected. And the reason why the faux enemy destroyed it is because the enemy saw the weakness in the man. And the weakness in the man is this. When you get to know God and you trust God, you will know without a shadow of a doubt his sheep know his voice. And when his sheep know his voice, you will understand that God doesn't implant mess into you about somebody. He implants goodness because the mess is up to God to strip it and show it to you. My God. Because one thing about a person, we are just like chameleons. We've got to shed our skin. No one can remain the same because we get tired of putting on an impression. And when you trust God, all you got to do is get down on your knees and say, God, if something in the milk ain't clean, snatch the covers. So when God showed me that couple's relationship had been destroyed by that that, uh, foe enemy, I said, God, please, any relationship that I've ever entered into, and I will enter into from this point forward, Father, I wholeheartedly lift my hands to you, and I ask you that you snatch the covers off of that faux enemy, for the enemy's camp, that is in my life or either it's in my king's life. So we will see that this person is not for us. They want to destroy us because the enemy is mad for the union that's come together between us. But God is able. And his anointing will always destroy the yoke. The faux enemy, if you have one in your life, ladies and gentlemen, trust and believe. They may have gotten away with their wickedness and evilness and jealousy and underlying hate for you for many years. But when you begin to trust God, oh, what's done in the dark and has been done to you, it will come to the light. Glory to God. I'm not going to keep you long. I'm going to go ahead and move forward and end tonight's show. But I would never like to end my show without prayer, and without lifting up the name of the Lord. But before I end, let me say this once again. For those of you who are standing, believing, trusting, and knowing God, we all know it's a difficult yet committed life acceptance for many. Stand on God's word. No matter what comes from the enemy, how distractions come, jealousy, envious, confusion, bitterness, doesn't look like things are working out, finances are tight, all hell has broke loose. It's temporary. God is going to work it out. Stand behind that shatterproof glass that God has put around you and let all the rocks be thrown at you and laugh because it will never, ever, that glass will never shatter and touch you because God will always protect you guide you, lead you, elevate, and bless you. Yes, he will. I thank God for you all tonight. Once again, Evangelist Yolanda McTeer, here at Empowerment for All. 
The shout-outs I'm going to give tonight, I am so keen, and for those of you who really and truly know me, and I can count on my right hand, uh, those who do, I don't allow many people to get close to me because, like I said, the foe enemy will destroy you. I thrive on good customer service. This is why when I work and I deal with people, even if I mess up, I apologize to people because I never want to be mistreated. I never want to ever feel like I felt when I was a young girl, how I was treated by my father, how I've been treated uh, going places in a negative manner and doing business with people who've been negative. So I thrive on good customer service. So anytime someone is kind to me and goes above and beyond to make me feel not only a, as a welcome customer but an appreciated customer, I give them a shout-out on my radio show. So tonight, shout-out to Greg at my credit card company. Bless you, Greg. Shout-out. I travel extensively. Many of you hear me talk about it. You see me tweet about it on Twitter. A lot of times, you know, I have to, if I get, if I'm blessed with a day off or two, I'm traveling, I'm trying to go here, I'm trying to go there, I'm working, and a lot of times assignments don't last long, and I'm off and traveling again. But in the midst of me traveling, I a lot of times always have to rent cars when I get to my destination to get me to and fro so I can have my own vehicle shipped to me. So the last time that I traveled on a quick trip, I had to rent a vehicle. And I'm telling you, this was beyond the most awesome, awesome, awesome crew. Uh, shout out to the team and the names I'm going to call off tonight that were at Easy Rental Car uh, when I traveled. Ahmad, you are the face of the counter at the airport. Uh, thank God for you. Your customer service, your professionalism, courtesy, your dedication, and your patience is a representation of what it means to be appreciated and not tolerated doing business with your company. Marjorie, what's up, girl? Viva Lota, Viva Lota. Awesome, awesome lady. Hector, phenomenal manager. Well, I'm telling you, Hector, you know you can make it happen. You really make a customer feel good. They get the keys and get in the car, and it's like, hey, ride out. I, I feel safe. I feel good knowing I've been taken care of. Uh, the lady, uh, I can't remember your name, but you know I love you with the love of the Lord. We talked, and you were helping me with the CD player and, and everything. You own the motorcycle. And you know with my show being titled Empowerment, do your thing, girl. Do your thing. Awesome, awesome customer service you give. Noah at Burberry, hugs and kisses to you. As I stated in front of you to your manager, you're an asset to the team. The way you go above and beyond to cater, assist, compliment, and help your customers are outstanding. You are truly, truly an asset and blessing to customer service. Mike at Burberry, once again, I'm extending a handshake to you over the phone and not in person. You stepped up to the plate as a team player when I had to come back in and pick up my merchandise that I had bought from the Burberry store. Noah was off that day. And you didn't hate, you didn't throw him under the bus. You really chimed in as a team player, and you are as well an asset. And the conversation that we had about life and you sharing with me about how you bestow on your daughter the goodness, you didn't even know that on the inside, I said, wow, that's an awesome dad. I didn't have that, but thank God someone else did. Continue to be a role model, a deposit, an uplifter, an encourager, 
and love your daughter. Awesome, awesome, awesome thing. My lodging, where I'm residing at while I'm out of town. Shout out to Miss Fran, Nicole, Russ, and John. Awesome, awesome, awesome crew. Awesome. You guys have made lodging not only stress-free, you've made it absolutely pleasurable. Coming from a disastrous lodging, uh, not lounging, lodging scenario, having um, to transfer and come to your establishment means the world, and now I'm in good hands. Uh, continue to go above and beyond to reach your customers and make a difference in people's lives that you don't realize that you do on a daily basis. Praise God for you both, um, both and all of you, um, both that work at the front desk and those two managers. Russ and John, great job. Miss Fran and Nicole, you two, you know, as ladies, hey, empowerment girls, do your thing. I'm going to go close now. Once again, I hope you've been blessed. I hope if you don't gain something, you gain everything from the message I've given you today. The glass you stand behind will never shatter when rocks are being thrown at you. The prayer tonight I'm going to close with is Proverbs. Three, four, five, six, seven, nine, thirteen, seventeen, twenty-five, and twenty-six. Once again, I'm closing my show tonight with Proverbs, starting chapter three, verse four, five, six, seven, nine, thirteen, seventeen, twenty-five, and twenty-six. Proverbs 3 reads, let not mercy, before I even go into 4, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. Verse 4, so shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Verse 5, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Verse 6. In all thy ways, acknowledge God. It says acknowledge him, but I replaced it with God. And he shall direct thy path. Verse 7. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Verse 9. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Verse 13. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. Verse 17, her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. Verse 25, be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. And last verse tonight, Proverbs 3.26, for the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. My God, Father God, as I go forth and continue to grow in your kingdom, doing what you've called me to do, if that's just to be a pillar that sits up high that those can see that want you, acknowledge you, and even seasoned loving you will continue to know through me, Father, that what they're doing, what they're receiving and believing is true and well worth it. I thank you, Father. Father, I thank you for tonight as I end tonight's show. 
What you've given me is still growing because you are not an Indian giver. Every door that you open, Father, will never close until you're ready for it to close. Every seed that you plant, you water, and it blossoms into a tree instantaneously. The radio show you've given me has blossomed into a tree way beyond my measure and wild imagination. Father, I thank you. And Heavenly Father, for those who are listening and for those who continue to listen repeatedly and for those new listeners who I will gain through your blessing and deposit, Father, I thank God for you all. As you continue to know and continue to grow, understand, everything in life has a purpose. Your pain is for a purpose. But the purpose of the pain, you will understand when God gives you the harvest. It is never to hurt you. It is always to elevate you and help you. Heavenly Father, I never say goodbye, but until the next time, here at Empowering for All, Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. Once again, don't delay. Buy my book, my autobiography written by me. It is available through Barnes and Nobles titled The Tragic Times of a Woman. It is also available through Barnes and Noble's link along with all my previous guests and even tonight's show that will be there no later than 48 hours on my website, www.ymcteerempowermentthenumber4all.com. I will repeat, www.ymcteerempowermentthenumber4all.com. The number four, all.com. Follow me on Facebook, Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. I have two sites now. I have a radio show site and I have my personal page. Follow me on both. Growth is happening here. Thank you, Jesus. Follow me on Twitter at capital Y, capital M, lowercase c, capital T is in Tom, I E R. For those of you who are wanting to spell my website because you're not able to access it, once again, it is www.ym, is in Mary, C is in Charlie, T is in Tango, I-E-R, empowerment, E-M as in Monday, P is in Paul, O-W-E-R, M as in Monday, E-N-T, the number four, all, A-L-L dot com. Thank you so much for continuously supporting, understanding, and trusting that God never makes a mistake. You tuned into my show for a reason. I hope you've been blessed. I hope you will continue to be blessed in your walk and journey with God. I look forward to hearing great testimonies from you. Always send me a message directly on Facebook or send me a message uh, through my contact page on my website. New things are coming. God has given me a new project that I'm working on outside of the radio show. Stay tuned. It's going to be great. And to all of you ladies who are in despair, be encouraged. Your king is on the way. Men, your queen is on the way. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have met your king or your queen, be patient. God's going to take the faux enemy who's planting doubt fear, and ugliness and betrayal in their ear out of the picture so your relationship will grow. I look forward to the celebration of relationships coming together and blossoming into marriage, even my own. Thank you, God. Until next time, be blessed, stay focused, and keep God first. 
This is Evangelist Yolanda McTeer saying good night. bow down, some of us with our hands lifted. We present ourselves to you, our lives completely and totally. We surrender to you, and our answer, the word of agreement between heaven and earth is yes. Whatever you want to do, Lord, we say yes to you.
You don't even know what you're saying yes to, but you have to say it. Some of you have been running from God, but this is the moment. We're not running from Him. We're running to Him. Come on, say it. I say it. Not running from the call anymore. Not content to sit on the sidelines anymore. You know God's spoken to you. He's given you a dream. He's given you a purpose. You must say it. You must say it. Come on, this has to be a crime. This has to be a crime. Say, I surrender. I'm not running anymore, but I say it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Many of you had heard me say goodnight, but as that song, William McDowell, Surrender All Played, and tears run down my face, I heard God say, Worship. Worship me. My daughter, you've surrendered all for so many years, and you continue after rock, after rock, after jab, after knife, after lies, after deceit, after betrayal, after letdowns, after heartbreaks, you continuously surrender all. Thank you, Father. And I will continue to surrender all to you, Lord. For those of you who heard the song and will hear the song, you do the same. Surrender all. Thank you, Jesus. I hear the spirit of the Lord. As I've been baptized in the spirit of tongues for years, I heard the spirit of the Lord just say just now, deliverance will come to the minimum of 10 people, the minimum, which means quite more from the message that I was obedient that he put in my spirit to give to you tonight, which is titled, The Glass You Stand Behind Will Never Shatter When Rocks Are Being Thrown at You. Many of you think I'm a mystery. I'm not a mystery. I'm just that chosen vessel that God has elevated and brought from the pit in the back 
of the yard to the front for the platform. And because of my obedience, I continuously walk in his harvest, his blessings. And nothing that I have, whether it's material things, the gift of tongues, the gift of evangelizing, I do on my own. They all come from God. And I say to you tonight, surrender all. Give it to God. I love you. Be blessed. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.